Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Cut to the Race podcast. Today, we are going into the motorsport time machine. We've asked an incredible question to some incredible people, but here's a selection of our favourite. Every guest that we've had on this show, we've asked them the same question. If you could get into the Formula Nerds time machine, where would you go in motorsport history? Kicking things off, we've got Bert Mylander, the FIA Formula One safety car driver. Basically, I'm going to offer you the chance to choose to go anywhere in history to go into any motorsport at any time. So, for example, this week I'm feeling a little bit spicy, so I want to go to Le Mans 66 and drive the Ford GT40 alongside Ken Miles. If you could go anywhere at any time and drive anything, where would you go and why? Oh, that's a, that's a very special question because I'm, I'm more of a touring car and sports car guy. Um, I, I, I would say I would go back one, one more time to the Nürburgring in 2000 that uh, notch driver for the 24-hour race and drive with the same teammates uh, again the same race because this was 24 hours um, to have uh, always a good 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 feeling so uh, this was phenomenal I have to say what what they what the whole team what we put together and uh, we, we knew if we don't crash or if we have also, for sure, you always need luck, but a long-distance race, it's something very special for me um, because the preparation for such a race, it's, it's like for a whole season. 
and uh, if you really put everything together it's a it's a great job from from the team from the drivers and uh, also that's not the best part is afterwards after the race so that's a big, big if you win a 24-hour race and you, you can still you're not falling asleep in the evening on sunday night uh, i tell you to celebrate such a victory um, with a team that's 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 fantastic that's even I would say that better than if you win a race in Formula One. We had some parties in the past on Sunday nights, but uh, usually uh, because you have 20 races or even more in a form of, uh, 24 hour race, you do this once per year at the same place, and that, that's, that's something very, very special, yeah. One of our favorite answers had to be from the lovely Louise Goodman. This was an answer like no other. I would go back to the 70s. Because that's the era that I first remember. I'm dating myself here, aren't I? But, you know, uh, what first sparked my interest in, in motorsport was the likes of James Hunt, who was just... Uh, and Barry Sheen, you know, they were both around at the same time. They were massive characters, totally on PC when you look at the stuff they got up to, you know, and, and judge it based on um, how we think about these things now. But it was, you know, and, and, and James was a, I mean, obviously I got to, got to meet him later on when I was actually working in the paddock, but he was just this sexy, fun bloke who turned up on the Morecambe and Wise show and other programmes that you guys will never have heard of because you're far too young. You know, he was he was all across the television then. So, um, yeah, and he just had that floppy-haired, barefoot, you know, chain-smoking naughtiness about him that even as a young kid, I thought, well, I like the look of that. There's <laughs> more about me than it does about him, really, doesn't it? But, yeah, no. So, you know, that, that, that's my kind of standout era. That's when I first remember watching cars racing at Monaco and that kind of thing. So, so that's probably... And all the naughtiness that went on then. I mean, you know, it, there's, there's still naughtiness that goes on now in... But it's... You can't be as naughty as even was I was, you know, when I was first working, first working in, in Formula One. You know, it was de rigueur to do two laps of the circuit in the hire car on the way back to the airport on a Sunday night. You know, health and safety, there's no way you could get away with that kind of shit now. And, and memories of parties and, you know, racing drivers so drunk they were falling backwards out of windows. And, and again, I, you know, I'm sure racing drivers get drunk, but not in that public domain anymore because everybody's, everybody's got a phone, everybody's got a camera, you know, so everybody has to be so so careful these days. They don't have the time as well like we used to because it is a 24-hour, you know, day-to-age that we live in, whether you're working on the technical side of the sport, on the media side of the sport, people are at it 24 hours a day. So, um, listen, I, I'm sure there are still people having fun in the paddock. I just don't think they have much fun as I did in my early days of Formula One. And, and we didn't probably have as much fun as there was going on back in the 70s. So that's when I'd like to go back to. When we caught up with Sky F1 commentator David Croft, Crofty, I didn't know where he was going to go with this particular question, but he gave an answer that was just fabulous. Where would you go and why? And you don't necessarily have to drive. You could be commentating, you could meet someone, you could be in a factory, you could do whatever you want within motorsport. Blimey. That, we got him. That is a, a magnificent question. You're welcome. 
No, I don't thank you for it, but it is a magnificent <laughs> question. Um, no, I do. Uh, where would I want to go? <sighs> I'd love to go back to Silvers to 1950, um, May the 13th, 1950. I'd love to have been, I'd love to watch the first ever Formula One World Championship Grand Prix. What an answer. Knowing, knowing what came after that and knowing that you were watching history in the making. Because the people that were there, albeit the full house, you know, and, and, and the king would have would have known very much that it was a prestigious occasion. But who would have thought that what started that day would have gone on to, you know, encompass over a thousand races and produce some of the greatest moments in sporting history. Um, I, I think I would have liked to have been there that day to, to, to see it all start. Um, but yeah, because there are too many great moments. There are too many great moments to just say, yeah, I want to be. I, I want to be there where Hill and Schumacher uh, had their, their crash when Mansell's tire uh, had its uh, blowout. I, I would love to have been there to see Jim Clark uh, drive, you know, and, and race in the day. I would love to watch Jackie Stewart. Um, in, in full flight I'd, I'd love to you know, part of me would love to have gone back and witnessed the day that John Watson went from 22nd on the grid uh, to, to win a Formula 1 race because um, if it's half as good as the way Watty tells me it is it, it would have just been the most magnificent drive ever but I just I don't know I, I can't narrow it down to one driver to one moment other than I'd love to have seen how how it all started, and, and you imagine the, the hairs that would be standing up on the back of your neck, knowing what was to come when uh, when the cars pulled away at Silverstone that afternoon. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When we spoke to Amanda McLaren, the daughter of the legend Bruce McLaren, she knew instantly where she was going. <laughs> where would you go and what would you be doing? Ooh, I'd go back to Monaco in 1962 when my dad won. Wow, you know what? That is the fastest answer we've ever had to that question. So many people go, mm, I'm not sure, I don't know, but that straight, I love that. You knew straight away. It's as if you knew I was going to ask that. That's brilliant. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know, but the stories my mother tells of that race um, and, and what happens in sort of before and after, it would just be, but yeah, it, it was just, I mean, Monaco is, is glamorous. Back then it was one huge party for, for the drivers, but especially the spouses. You know, Dad and, and Mum went to the palace, had a cocktail party with the Reniers. It was an amazing story around that. Um, but yeah, just the people she met, and of course Dad winning there, I mean, how amazing. So yeah, that would be my favorite. So, would you want to be stood with your mother watching the race and talking with all these people or would you, you know, the time machine's a very special machine and for this personal you know dream I would 
happily build a sidecar for your dad's car and let you go around with him for the victory. Now, would you choose to be in the car with your dad or would you be stood with your mother? Oh my goodness. I, I think I'd be terrified being in a sidecar, um, especially with how narrow one of those is when there wouldn't be room. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think um, with, with, with mum watching um, and her clutching my hand and, and we'd be drinking volumes of, of, of wine or champagne um, just to get us through the race. And then I think just, you know, being with her and dad when he got gets out of the cockpit and and that that would be an incredible moment. Next up, Fabian Volvend, a W Series driver, and Cal fails at the first stage of the question. <laughs> now, have you ever seen the film called Back to the Future? Not no. sure, but maybe it's just have a different title in terms and never really. It's about, sure, it's about sure. time travel, and okay, you know they, they have a car and they go back in forwards in time or backwards in time, wherever they want to go. And this is basically what you're going to do now. Um, so my question to you is: if you could go to any era of motorsport to do anything, so whether you wanted to be a driver, a commentator, just to watch a race, or to be at an event at any point in time. Forwards or backwards, where would you go and why? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, I would say, yeah, I mean, with Formula One, if you really watch like the legend, like Senna, Lauda, Hunt area, um, that would be so amazing because it was just so much more, and you could be so much more yourself as a racing driver than you, than you can be now, because now it's always, you have to be politically correct. You're n like so media braved and you have to be like this athlete. You have to be good looking because you have to do so much marketing and stuff. So I think back in the day it was a little bit easier because it was more about the talent apart more than like being like the whole package. Um, but yeah, it was also super dangerous. So I'm not sure if I wanted to do my Nürburgring car crash with like that kind of car. So yeah, but I think it would be really good fun to, to race like them. I respect that. That's a good answer. And finally, we end our favorite motorsport time machine journeys with F1 world champion wonderful human, Mario Andretti. <laughs> if you could go anywhere, any time in history in, in motorsport, where, where would you go and why? Well, uh, where I've never been, <laughs> which would be, I just, uh, for some reason, I, I want to go to Singapore Grand Prix. I want to go, I've never been, I've been to a Bahrain. I want to go to Abu Dhabi. I don't know why, you know, it's just something that um, uh, it's, it's, where I've never been, so to speak. Um, so if you'll invite me to go there, I'll, I'll meet you there. We hope you've enjoyed this episode going through our favourite moments from the Motorsport Time Machine. Don't forget, every Wednesday we've got the news from the nerds where we cover the latest breaking stories in F1 and Sundays, our race reviews. Goodman, and you're listening to the fantastic Cup 
to the race podcast. Hello, my name is Don Mylander, and you're listening to the Formula Nerds podcast. Hi, I'm Rosanna Tennant, and you are listening to the incredible Cut to the Race podcast. Hi, I'm Jordan King, and you're listening to the Formula Nerds podcast. Hi, I'm Brophy. You're listening to the Cut to the Race podcast. It's lights out, and away we go! Podcast Network.